in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking that we could pull, I don't know, Hall of Famer. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. There is nothing more fun than opening an Arena Club slab pack. I mean, it is so much better than any mystery pack that I've ever purchased because there is a focus on transparency. There is a display of available cards. There are hit rates you can get. When you're graded, you're given a rationale. It is the marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, and displaying. Arena Club Slab Packs are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. Whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash badmoney. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack, that's $40 right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash badmoney for 10% off your first purchase. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You got problems that you ought to be concerned with. Supposed to earn it or what to do with it or how to keep it. You're a freak with a dark, shameful secret. But you're not the only one. Get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun. Now your healing has begun. It's bad with money with Gabe S. Done. Hello and welcome to Bad With Money, a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you and where my producer, Melissa, is annoyed at my little Italian singing. I'm Gabe S. Dunn, your host. We're loopy and silly today, so I've just been singing a little like, you know, Mamma Mia, Pasta Pia, whatever, and also That's More. I've been doing a little Italian flourishes because I love, I love the Italy. So this is our mailbag. So we're going to read some of your emails and also your reviews and thoughts and comments and questions and concerns. And then also, if you want to join the Patreon, I'm on video. Hello. You can watch video of this or you can listen ad free at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. You can see my silly little what I'm doing. I, 
Look, it's not cultural appropriation. It's cultural appreciation. Okay. So you guys left some really lovely comments on Spotify. So I'm going to read them. This was in regard to our episode with Madeline Pendleton Hansen, who, if you don't know, is like a TikTok superstar when it comes to money. Moon Unit wrote, Love the money bondage strategy. It's 100% how I operate as a fellow ADHD impulse spender. Thank goodness all my bank accounts came with cushy bonus offers. Okay, so if you don't know about money bondage, we're going to get into it in a second. But it is something that Madeline brought up. And then V. Henretti wrote, best combo ever. Love Pendleton. Love done. Yeah, you guys were really stoked on that episode. Like, really excited that we had collabed. Collabed as YouTubers might say. And yeah, I mean, it was long overdue. I agree. Okay, this is Spotify comment on our mailbag about how I looked at my retirement account for the first time in two years. Raven says, love this show. Gabe, you are so brave for being so vulnerable, but it is so helpful to people who want a realistic view of money. Thank you, Raven. That's so sweet. It's very funny when someone says you're so brave because it's it's a little bit like, Like, it's not backhanded, but you know what I mean? It's like when people say I'm brave for being trans or you're so brave for talking about your shit money situation. I'm just kidding, Raven. It's very nice. I really enjoy. I Thank you. I'm just being silly. Camilla says, please, Gabe, do go back on Tumblr. Yeah, a listener named Quill asked if I would go back on Tumblr because I guess Tumblr is kind of the Wild West again. I don't know. I'll think about it. This is a comment from Justine. On our episode, Mailbag, Husband Secretly Destroys Wife's Finances. Justine says, get in touch with Abigail Thorne from Philosophy Tube. Girl, I've been trying. Girl in the gender neutral sense. I've been trying to get in touch with Abigail. If anyone knows how to how to push that ahead, Abigail's an amazing trans creator, philosopher, performer, like so, so talented, multi-talented. Yes, I would love to talk to Abigail. If you don't know her work, Look it up. It's really, really great. So now this is someone on Patreon, Anne-Marie, who said, what a great episode. Is there anywhere we can find step-by-step instructions for implementing the money bondage system? I need it. So yes, the money bondage system is something that Madeline Pendleton Hansen talked about in our episode with her, and she explains it really well there. But it's basically a system that doesn't allow her to use credit cards, and it gives her a certain amount of money every day to use or every month to use. And she's unable to spend above or beyond that. And if you go listen to the episode, she does explain it in a pretty, pretty intense detail, I think, in that episode. But basically, it just allows her to not impulse spend. And she keeps her credit cards, I think, locked away. It's very much like a a preventative situation. Madeline talked about it on her TikTok. So I will put a link to that video in the description for this episode. But basically, it was in response to a question, how do you ignore your savings? That impulse to spend is insane. I haven't yet, but I don't know if I have the will. Madeline explains how she does money bondage. So if I will put the link to that, it's like a minute, 40 second video, and she goes into what she does. So if you have more questions about that, I will put the link to that video in the description. But I am going to maybe try to do it, actually. I'm torn. I'm torn between doing the the budget envelope method that I spoke about on the last mailbag or a couple mailbags ago or doing Madeline's money bondage system. I will say truthfully. So what I have done is I have, as of now, I have two Bank of America credit cards, two Capital One cards. One is a business card and then one American Express. And what I did is I cut up the Bank of America cards. 
So I don't have any cards for the two Bank of America accounts, no cards. And then there's things that come out of it, like, you know, payments that come out of it that are that are regular, but I'm not using those at all. I only have the Amex and then the Capital One cards are hidden away. I have the business capital one that I use for business expenses only. And then the other one is put away. And I think that's going to be my new method is to just not have access to the cards. Because you can have the credit accounts, but having the cards now only using the one card makes me very hyper aware of what I'm spending on. And I'm not just switching out cards to to avoid, oh, I, I don't want this one to get too high, so I'll use this one, blah, blah, blah. And then it just spreads out the problem. So that's my new scenario. I just have the one card and then I have my business card and then I the, the other credit cards and the debit cards are away, gone, hidden, cut up. So I'll let you know how that goes. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You can cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Everything is more expensive these days when you're running a business, and you would be wise to find proven ways to cut costs and boost performance at the same time. The fact that you are able to reduce your IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud is incredible, and the ability to access your cloud financial system from anywhere saves you so much time and stress. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash badwithmoney, netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. NetSuite.com slash bad with money. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a new candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. It would be so much easier if I was looking for someone to help me with sweetening audio or let's say someone to run my merch shop or all the little things that go into running a podcast. Usually something like that would be so slow and overwhelming. And honestly, I wish I had used Indeed and I will use Indeed in the future. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Just go to Indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. You guys know that I have had allergies for forever. I've had seasonal allergies since I was a kid. It causes pressure in my face, under my eyes. They're my ultimate handbrake. When my nose is plugged up, I feel like I can't do anything. I can't enjoy food because I can't taste it. I can't work out because I feel tired and distracted. I can't even host the show because my voice sounds like a duck. And listen, I am already dealing with vocal strain from testosterone and my voice dropping. I don't need any more problems with allergies. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for allergies like probably for the last 10 years or something, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go outside without my eyes watering like a fountain. I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped in my throat. I get really embarrassed when I'm sneezing all the time. I have like an itchy nose or throat, like ugh, like just the, the itchiness in the back of your sinuses is like so distracting and so annoying. And I get like pressure in my ears too. It's really painful. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. This email is from C and it's regarding changing careers. Hi, Gabe. Your episode this week gave me so much to think about. Amino is such a needed voice in my ear. I'm a teacher in Canada and just made the decision to not return after June. What put me over the edge was that since September, I have been trying very hard to have appropriate boundaries. I don't check my email after work. I only work one hour daily of unpaid overtime. Yes, this is an only in teaching. And I have new hobbies outside of work. The result was that I am professionally floundering. My boss is not happy with my work and truthfully, neither am I. Your show has helped me through this hellish school year and shown me that sometimes there is no system hack. I am not interested or capable of girl bossing my way through retirement. Thanks for everything and a special shout out to last week's episode. I really hope everyone listens to it, even if they don't have a relationship with chronic illness. I also hope any young listeners know that their teachers love them and they deserve better than we are physically capable of giving them. Keep on fighting for your right to a good education. All the best, C. Thank you so much for this vulnerable message, C. Amina Altai was our episode about chronic illness and how stress triggered two of her autoimmune diseases and about, you know, what they call girl bossing too close to the sun. And see, I honestly have been wondering about this because we give a lot of advice on this show that's like, don't, you know, overwork yourself, don't burn out, don't try so hard. But I do have in my head this idea that it will have an effect on how your bosses see you. And that sucks. That absolutely sucks. Like, it's one thing to be able to tell someone, oh, tell your boss I'm not coming in an hour early. It's another thing to know that that will have a consequence and that your boss may be thinking a certain thing of you, even if that is a completely appropriate boundary to have. I think that there's two things going on here. One is that you did this and it taught you that you actually don't want to work that hard and you have the the 
opportunity to move away from that sort of lifestyle. And B, it's the other thing you mentioned where it shows that so much is asked of teachers that it's not it's not fair because they can't give the students what they need. And because we ask so much of teachers, bosses, school districts, schools, principals, all of that, we ask them to put in so much overtime and so much work that they're burnt out, they're overworked, and they're not able to teach the students in the best way possible. And that is, you can see it's leading to lower, you know, education. What's the word? Like passing education standards in in all grade levels, in all respects. And I do think that the way that we are teaching kids is not like towards test taking and towards, you know, going to certain Ivy League schools and stuff. That's not beneficial to every kid. And I think we really are. I mean, I would, in an ideal world, the the school systems would be overhauled, but that would that would require people at the top to care. So it is, you know, teachers that are caring day to day, putting in their hearts. And then they're not, like you said, there's no system hack. They're not being given anything back. And I I commend you for putting up those boundaries, not checking email, getting new hobbies, because that is good and that is healthy. But you are right to point out, and I think that is a good warning to people listening because I don't want to be a Pollyanna. I don't want to sit here on this mic and tell you, well, just say this or just say no, or just, you know, say that you're not going to work overtime because you're right. There is an expectation of that and there will be professional consequences. And so it's good that it taught you that and that you pulled back. It's another thing that I think I would struggle with, which is I do want to do these things. I do know what's right, but I also want to do well at my job. And I'm extremely ambitious and extremely professionally driven. So I do have this voice in the back of my head where it's like, well, you've set this boundary where you're not going to work after 5 p.m., but someone else is going to work after 5 p.m. and they're going to get the job that you don't get. And that is toxic, but it also doesn't mean it's not true. So I think we have to live in in those two realities, which is devastating and capitalist. So if you do decide that you don't really like it, like C, and you want to pull back, do not feel bad. Do not feel like a failure. If you're like me and you do that for a little while and then you decide, no, I actually need to be a, a corporate working monster or someone whose entire worth is tied to what they've accomplished that's that's a that's a truth that is a real truth and some people are pleasers and they want their boss to like them and they want everyone to feel good about them and not say oh these people are terrible for putting up boundaries or oh this person doesn't work that hard i don't have the answer there i really don't know but i don't think we can live in a world you're right where we talk about on the show i don't think we can live in a world where setting boundaries is going to solve everything and you're going to do even better at work and your boss is going to love it. People hate boundaries. Truthfully, when you put up boundaries in relationships, when you put up boundaries in friendships, there's going to be pushback. People don't like them generally. It's it's wonderful if you meet someone who does. But a lot of people, they find them to be a personal affront. <laughs> okay, this is a message from Lauren. Hi, Gabe. This is pretty lengthy. So if you do read this on the show, definitely edit it down however much you need to. What do you do when you uncover pay inequity and HR tells you to focus on yourself? What do you do when the head of HR starts spreading rumors about you to the rest of the staff? In my last job at a nonprofit, I found out that my male colleague who had fewer years of experience was making 8K more than me. I then talked to some coworkers and we found a pattern. 
My one coworker who was a manager was making 10K less than the guy who directly reported to her. And our other coworker, also female, was making 50K less than her male counterpart who had the same exact job title and functions. We all went to HR and ultimately nothing was done about it. The three of us have all left the company at this point. I, along with the rest of my team, was laid off at the end of 2022 due to budget cuts. And when I didn't immediately sign their NDA, the head of HR started spreading rumors about me to the rest of the company saying I was a liar. Anyway, I would expect this behavior from some big corporation run by conservative old men, but it's especially a shame to see it at a small nonprofit run by liberal women and not even predominantly white women. Moreover, the story, I am now freelancing and applying to full-time jobs, but I do not plan on working at another nonprofit anytime soon. Thanks for the wonderful content you've put out over the years. I'm so grateful you exist. It's funny. There's this girl on Instagram Reels. I'll, I'll post her link as well, who does this character called Nonprofit Boss. And it's a, a way of showing a very toxic nonprofit boss who like she'll have like a, an employee, like a fake employee be like, what do I do if I'm feeling really, really sick? Should I come into work or what do I do if I want to raise or what do I do if I want Christmas off? And then this like nonprofit boss kind of talks in circles about like family and love and like healing, but is ultimately like you do have to come into work or is ultimately like no different than a capitalist boss. And I just find that to be so true. And all of the comments are like talking about how, you know, you think you're working at a nonprofit, you think you're working at a place that like believes in good and will take care of its employees. And then ultimately it's literally the same, if not worse, because they pull the card of, well, everyone's working extra hard, you know, because we believe in the cause. And Amina, who we had on the show, talked about something called the passion tax, which is when you care so much about your job and you care about the the organization's aim, right? You really care about trans issues. You really care about climate change more so than you would care about working for a boss where it's like, we make, you know, metal or whatever. So because you care so much, you actually face a tax of working harder or working even more because you you believe in it. You have a passion for it. And also because your passion translates to you being better at the job. So because you have so much passion towards this issue, which is maybe like, feeding, you know, the hungry or working for gender affirming care, unhoused advocacy. So because you care so much, you're paying the passion tax, which is you're willing to work so hard. And then your boss sees that you're willing to work so hard, loves you and rewards you by what? Giving you more work. And you're not paid. And also nonprofit salaries are, are tend to be low. So don't think just because it's a nonprofit, it's not going to replicate toxic work structures or ask of you to work harder and, and that you'll feel more obligated to because you care so much. And that is a very common thing. If anyone wants to write in and talk more about working at nonprofits, I would actually really be super interested in that because I do think it is something that we romanticize and we don't go into the details of enough. And if you've had a harrowing experience at a nonprofit, please write in to gabeisbadwithmoney at gmail.com. I would be so interested to hear about it. I'm sure a lot of you listening have worked at nonprofits. It just seems to be kind of an overlap with this listenership. I would I would bet my bottom dollar that there is a lot of overlap with people who care about social justice. Unless, I don't know, unless you, you listen to this show, you work at like a nonprofit that, I don't know, that dumps oil into the ocean. I don't know what this, what another nonprofit, that you're a nonprofit who's like give guns to kindergartners. I don't really know. But I would assume that there's a certain political bent to the people who listen to this show. So yeah, if you work at a nonprofit and you've experienced something similar, Gabe is bad with money at gmail.com. 
Okay, this is a comment on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn from Sarah. I'm still really bothered that you were looking at your investments so much. You've definitely had people on the show who give advice to just put money in an index fund and forget about it. It'll go up and down some, but overall, there's no reason to care in the short term. Investing as an average person shouldn't be an involved process. I got some pushback on looking at it so often. Here's the thing. I don't just mean looking at it often, okay? What I mean is not having any clue what I'm being charged in fees, not having any clue what it's invested in at all, not having any clue in like what has gone up and down, what this wealth manager that I have is actually doing. Is he investing in the best stuff or the right stuff? Is he investing in stuff that I don't believe in? For example, what if he's investing in giving guns to kindergartners, the nonprofit I just made up or whatever? What if he's investing in in something like that? You know, I should at least know what's going on in there. That's what I mean. I don't mean like I'm going to become an investing expert. I just mean I should know what's in there. So that's all. Don't worry about me. We just had an episode come out today with Ann Lester talking all about retirement, a very soothing retirement episode. It's a really great. I really loved it. So go listen to that one and you'll get a better vibe on what to do with your retirement account. But don't worry about me. I'm going to have a meeting with my wealth manager, quote unquote. He is a, a real wealth manager. I'm just saying I'm going to have I'm going to have a meeting with him end of February. And in that meeting, we're going to go over everything. And then I'll report back to you guys. But I'm also curious if I actually need someone running my portfolio. That's the other thing is do I actually need someone running my portfolio or can I just do it myself investing in the S&P 500? What do you think? Write in, write in to gabeisbadwithmoney at gmail.com. When we come back, I'm going to look at some news stories. Hey guys, Gabe Dunn here. I just wanted to let you guys know that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. And on that Patreon, I'm going to start doing live hangs with everyone who is a patron. So if you want to join the Patreon, you can get all these episodes ad free, videos of our mailbag episodes, extra writing from me, blogs, fiction, other stuff, things that I'm thinking about with regards to money and personal stories. And also now live hangs with me on Zoom once a month. So join the Patreon. And if you're not a member of the Discord, hop on over to the Discord. That's free. The link will be in the description. It's so fun. So many of you guys talk over there. It's like truly popping off. Um, and if you're on the Discord, I would love to see you in the live hang. So I get to put a face to a name. So yeah, please join patreon.com slash Gabe and come hang out with me. Managing my finances is incredibly stressful and time consuming. I'm sure you guys know you've been with me on this journey. You know how many finance apps I've tried. You know how much they haven't worked for me. And I'm always on the hunt for a finance app that fits my life. And then I tried Monarch. It is so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I really value an app that allows me to do all of this without confusion. And especially important to me is intuitive design and the ability to personalize because clearly finance is not one size fits all. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Together, you can see all your finances, collaborate on your budget, and get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. 
Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Have you been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, rarely updated? So was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful and ad-free and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Experience a personal finance app that prioritizes the user experience above all else. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. Plus, there's ad-free privacy you can trust. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash badmoney for your extended 30-day free trial. I love to track progress. As you guys know from listening to this show, I'm constantly tracking my progress. What have we done so far in 2024? And spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans like for a car or a home. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. That's right, you can build your credit using your own money. Get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. With a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. Fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualified direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. Access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Easily find one near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money. Use Chime to pay anyone. Chime members or not and cash out your money fee-free. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started at Chime.com slash bad money. That's Chime.com slash bad money. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. And we're back. Let's go over a couple news stories that Melissa sent for me to look at. I clicked on this one, which is from Fox Business. So God forgive me. I clicked on it because my parents live in Florida. I come from Florida. Florida news is always going to get me. For those of you who are old and remember FARC.com, they had a whole Florida section. FARC.com was an old website where you, I don't know if it still exists, where you would get different news stories and they would be like split up into categories. Like they would say, you know, okay, here we go. Oh, I guess FARC does still exist. 
but it would be different news stories of the day and they would tell you what category it would go in. And one of the categories used to be Florida. It still exists. It doesn't look it doesn't look like it used to. But so this is an article about Jeff Bezos moving to Florida and saving him hundreds of millions of dollars. So, yes, there's state income tax, state income tax. So state income tax only exists in certain states. However, he's moving from Seattle, Washington to Florida. Neither of them have state income taxes, but Washington has a 7% tax on capital gains and he doesn't want to pay that. So he's actually going to move to Florida in order to not have to pay that, which Florida is the Wild West, okay? It is, it has no laws. It doesn't, it, 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 uh, I don't, it's not shocking to me at all that fl- that Florida would not make him pay on his capital gains, which Basically, what happened is he's planning to sell $2 billion worth of Amazon shares. And if he were still a Washington resident, the percentages of that would be $610 million. But now there's a new state capital gains tax in Washington and he's avoiding it. But then he's kind of saying, oh, well, we're going to move to Miami because we love Miami. And, you know, he wants to be closer to his parents and his wife loves it there or his fiance loves it there. Also, like, he's got this space exploration company called Blue Origin, and I guess they're going to go to Cape Canaveral, Florida, where, you know, they launch the rockets out of. I actually went to space camp, so I've spent a lot of time in Cape Canaveral. This is the kind of thing where you're like, oh, that's how rich people stay rich. Got it. Got it. That's how it works. Because basically, look, they all just avoid taxes. That's it. The whole thing is just how do we avoid taxes? Just makes me really mad. How do we avoid taxes? How do we maximize our tax advantage like accounts? How do we keep money in the business and not take anything out? Which I understand like I want to do. Obviously, I obviously want to strike a balance between paying taxes and being tax advantaged. But it's just so wild. There are so many different rules for other people. Like if you have money, you can pretty much just make money on money. And it's so it's so wild. Okay, so let this be a lesson to you if you think that you just don't work hard enough. It's not that. It's tax advantages. It's running from taxes. It's not paying taxes. They're not paying taxes. That's how people are billionaires. Speaking of tax season, we are going to have a great episode with Rodney Griffin coming out all about taxes. Tax 101, baby. We're going to get into it. It's going to come out before April. So I'm very excited because similar to how we did this retirement episode with Ann Lester, that was very 101. We are doing a 101 tax episode. Very exciting. And if you want to know more about taxes, you can go back and listen to our episode with Stephanie Lee, which is called The Boring Episode. We might have her back to talk about taxes again, maybe just because I don't think we can talk about them enough. I am terrified of them. Absolutely terrified. And I am just knock on wood, worried about getting audited all the time. So let's be more transparent about it. So if you want to write in to Gabe is bad with money at gmail.com and let us know what credits you use, what credits you have found useful, what your refund was this last year, what your refund is going to be like if you want to, you know, if you have any predictions or if you are, you know, we can wait and you can follow up with a second email letting us know what the refund was this time around. I think it would be really interesting to see. And you can also do it anonymously to see what other people are getting because I think people don't share this information enough and maybe people aren't getting as much of a refund back as they should and they're not using the credits that they could potentially use. 
So thank you so much to everyone listening. Again, if you want to write in, it's gabeisbadwithmoney at gmail.com. Send me your nonprofit horror stories. Send me your tax credit experiences and anything else you want to ask me. And I'm also going to probably have people back on to answer your questions. So retirement questions, send them. We're going to have Ann Lester back. If you want to send more tax questions, send them and maybe we'll get Rodney back or someone else who knows a lot about taxes. And if you have any people that you think we should talk to about taxes, let me know. You can follow the show at BWM pod on Instagram. You can also follow me on Instagram at Gabe S. Dunn. You can also go to patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn to get ad free and video of these mail bags. Also, if you want to contribute to my movie that I'm making, you can go to you and I, you and me film.com. There's a a link to Film Independent if you want to donate tax deductible. Ooh. Or if you go to at you and I, you and me film on Instagram, there are other ways to to donate as well. That would mean the world to me because we did we did a seed and spark, which is like a GoFundMe for movies, and we hit green light. We got the money from that, which is awesome. So you can't donate through that anymore, unfortunately, but there are tons of other ways to send money for the movie, and literally anything is appreciated. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Bad With Money with Gabe Shane Dunn is a production of Noted Bisexual. Produced by Melissa D. Monts and Diamond M. Print Productions. Edited by Diane King. Post-production sound by Coco Lorenz. And music by Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherwin, and Jack Dolgen, as sung by Sam Barbera. Thank you, love you, bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.